Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's happening, what's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Brian Allen, and welcome to the All In, All Out podcast. I hope that every one of you was having a, a great day, a great start to the work week, in the beginning of the work week, and whatever time it may be, morning, afternoon, evening, or the nighttime. I'm grateful and appreciative for all of you taking the time out of your day to listen to what I got to say. So let's get right to it. <sighs> I haven't talked about the NBA for a while, but I thought it would be a good opportunity to discuss on one particular topic, and that's free agency. Now, we've seen a, a bunch of big signings within the last week. I mean, we have Russell Westbrook resigning with the Clippers. I believe it's for a two-year, $8 million deal. Mr. Brooks, if you remember from the Grizzlies, he signed on with the Rockets. You had James Harden <coughs> opting in his player option, and the Sixers are going to work with him to find a, a trade that will be both beneficial for Harden and the Sixers. And let me just say, before I move on to other big signings, James Harden, imagine, he quit on the Rockets, if you remember, that season when he was traded to Brooklyn, that he gained a bunch of weight on purpose and quit on the team. Went to Brooklyn and just quit on them because of Kyrie Irving <clears throat> and his shenanigans. Went to Philadelphia. Tried. Got Doc Rivers fired and now wants to quit on them. Imagine you play for the Rockets, you're the head of the franchise. The franchise gives you essentially what you want. You got Mike D'Antoni. Played the, one of the greatest offensive stretches in the history of the regular season in the NBA. You got Dwight Howard. You got Chris Paul. You got Russell Westbrook. And he's still caught on the team. You go to Brooklyn. You got Kevin Durant. You got Kyrie Irving. Now, granted, for Brooklyn, and I'm saying this as a Nets fan, they just didn't have an opportunity, fully healthy, to see if they could win a championship. The only opportunity they had was that year where they faced the Grizzlies. Oh, excuse me, not the Grizzlies. The Milwaukee Bucks, that was the year the Bucks won the championship where Kyrie Irving got hurt at one of, well, during the playoffs. And James Harden got hurt as well. And he eventually came back, but he was a shell of himself. And even with all that, if Kevin Durant's foot was behind the line and it wasn't a two-pointer, if y'all remember that game seven, the Nets could have gone on to win the championship. But unfortunately, the pandemic happened. And because New York is a wicked state, they made it a mandate at that time 
where if you didn't have the vaccine, you couldn't play home games. And that whole situation was just a cluster because Kyrie was playing only road games, but not the home games, which caused bad morale for the team. They couldn't really gel together. And Harden was just over it. And I would tell people that I would talk in regards to sports, basketball, NBA, that if this situation, this situation wouldn't happen if it was, say, the Miami Heat or the state of Florida where there was no mandate, right? It was just bad timing all in all. But then now you go to Philadelphia, right? You got Joel Embiid, which at the time, many believe he was the best center in the NBA. And many probably still do, or at least some. But after what Nikola Jokic pulled off, leading the Nuggets to their first NBA championship in franchise history, now that was a great accomplishment. And then when you coincide, the fact that he's won multiple MVPs, the way he plays, his leadership qualities, is just off the charts. So let me give it applause. A shout out to Nikola Jokic, where they defeated the eighth seed Miami Heat. And shout out to Miami. Shout out to Miami because they beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. Now, granted, Giannis was hurt, I believe, for two games. But you know what? You can only play who's out there. And he got it done. And plus, Tyler Hero was out for the majority of the playoffs as long, oh, excuse me, along with Victor Oladipo. And then the Heat went on to beat, I believe, the Knicks, then the Celtics, and they eventually lost to the Denver Nuggets. But going back, Joel Embiid is at least definitely a top three center in the league. And James Harden had the pleasure and opportunity to play with that center. Who won the NBA, NBA regular season MVP? Right? And you were up three games to two in the semifinals round against the Celtics. And you had home court advantage for that game six. And Harden, as usual, when it going gets tough, when it gets tight, you choked. You choked big time. And now, as I mentioned earlier, you got Doc Rivers fired. Because he once again blew another 3-2 to two lead. And now you want to trade. Oh, James Harden, he just shows that you're a quitter. You don't like it when the going gets tough. And you don't like the process. No pun intended to Joel Embiid. You don't like the grind. You want to score your points. You want to hang out in the strip club with Little Baby or whatever that rapper name is. And you don't want to win championships. You just want the pat stats. stats. So I'm going to leave it at that. So you got that free agency. 
news going around. You got Lomelo Ball resigned with the Charlotte Hornets. You got Fred Van Vliet, who signed with the Rockets, along with Mr. Brooks, Dylan Brooks, as I mentioned earlier. And he signed the biggest contract for an undrafted player. This is after he's played for the Raptors, I believe, for seven years. Won a championship with them. Played huge in those NBA Finals games against the Warriors for the Raptors' lone championship. The one season where they had Kawhi Leonard. Pretty much Kawhi Leonard's last good NBA season. Full NBA season. Counting regular season and playoffs. Then you had Draymond Green. He resigned with the Warriors as well. D'Angelo Russell resigned with the Lakers. So, all in all, it's been a good free agency. Not a lot of surprises. And especially the one that we're mainly going to talk about today. Which is Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Point guard for the Portland Trailblazers. Now, for those who aren't aware of Damian Lillard, he's been with the Blazers, the Portland Trailblazers, since I believe 2012. You know, the first memory I have of Damian Lillard is when he, when the Blazers faced the Rockets, I believe it was in the first round, and he hit a buzzer beater to send the Blazers to the following round. I believe LaMarcus Aldridge was on the team at that time. But again, he's played with the Blazers for over a decade, seven-time All-Star, made first-team All-NBA 2018, Rookie of the Year, top 75 player, three-point contest champion, and had a big career year in terms of points per game where he averaged, I believe, 32 points a game for the Portland Trailblazers. But for the last couple of seasons, he's been injury-prone, played 29 games two seasons ago, only played 58 this year. And for him, it's a down year because for the majority of his career, he's played over 70 games. For the one exception in 2019-2020. Excuse me. 2019-2020 season and the 2020-21 season where he's played 66 and 67 games. Also, he led the Blazers to the Western Conference Finals one time where they got swept by the Golden State Warriors. Well, many fans... Throughout the years, more recently, because we live in an era where we want to chase things. We don't want to grind, unlike like Mr. Harden, where you just want to request trade after trade after trade. Don't want to be committed to nothing. See, with me, if I sign a contract to a team, whether it be a two-year deal or a five-year deal, I'm committed to that team. I signed that agreement and I made the decision to, for me, 
to commit to the team and give the team my all no matter what within those five years. And unless I have a no-trade clause, which only a few people in NBA history have had. And either way, I will still commit myself to that team because at the end of the day, it's a business. And franchises need to do what's best for their business. I believe for the old school big three Celtics with Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, and Kevin McHale, they held on, the franchise held on to those guys for too long because they were living in the glory days. They were being emotional in their business decisions. And because of that, they lived in mediocrity for over 20 years until that big trade happened where they got KG, Kevin Garnett from the Timberwolves. They got Ray Allen from the Seattle Supersonics. For you young people out there, yes, there was a team called the Seattle Supersonics, like the Charlotte Bobcats. (laughs) And Paul Pierce, who was already there. And very fortunate where the Celtics won a championship that year. Doc Rivers' only NBA championship. So... With Damian Lillard, many people, many fans, analysts were saying Damian Lillard needs to get out of Portland. He'll never win a championship in Portland. Nobody wants to go to Portland. I mean, the last time Portland had any real success was back in the day with Clyde Drexler, where they went to the finals in 1990, where they faced the Detroit Pistons, and in 92, where they faced the Chicago Bulls. Two great teams. Nobody blames them for losing to them teams. But for the Portland Trailblazers franchise, this this seems to be a trend with their franchise star player. Bill Walton, if y'all remember, great center, actually won a championship with the Blazers. He requested a trade because, if I remember correctly, he didn't like the unethical way The franchise is treating injured players. And for those who are avid NBA fans and know the history, Bill Walton had a major, major injury. I don't recall if it was the back or his foot, but that essentially derailed his his career. And Walton ended up going to the Celtics, actually was a six-man of the year, believe he won a title, had a very good career. Would have been an all-time great if he didn't get hurt. Clyde Drexler, again, led the team to two NBA Finals. He requested a trade because the Blazers were in a rebuilding, were going to go into a rebuilding process, and he wasn't avid. He said, listen, I want to try to win a championship. And he did, where he won it with the Rockets. Very nice. And now Lillard requested a trade. And Lillard, he's one of those guys where he he's going to ride with the team, ride to the wheels fall off, similar to uh, those who watch First Take, Undisputed, those sports shows. 
use the comparison of Russell Westbrook and Allen Iverson because those guys, particularly, you knew or at least it was a strong possibility that they weren't going to win an NBA championship. Granted, the Sixers back in 2001 where AI won his NBA MVP, they went to the finals, but they went up against Shaq and Kobe. And that was the season where they only lost one game in the NBA playoffs that season. And Russell Westbrook, KD left, the franchise traded James Harden. I'm still going to stay. I'm going to play hard. I'll rack up my triple doubles. I'll do the best I can. Was a turnover machine. Still is a turnover machine. (sighs) But I'm going to play hard no matter what. And Damian Lillard is cut from the same cloth, in my opinion. At least before he requested a trade where, you know, I'm going to play hard. I'm going to get my money. And I'm going to do my best. I can't control to an extent what the franchise do in terms of getting players, getting trades. But what I can control is how hard I play, how efficiently I play, etc., etc. But now, in the last month or two, it was essentially a game of chicken. Who's going to go first? Who's going to request the trade first? Put it out there. Is the Portland Trailblazers going to say, you know what, we're putting Damian Lillard on a trade market? Or is Lillard going to request publicly, or at least it will be reported, be out there, that Damian Lillard wants to trade? Well, as some of you know, Damian Lillard did request that trade. And the top suitors are the Clippers, the Heat, and the the Nets. Now, the Nets, not a good deal. They're rebuilding. They signed Cam Johnson. Mikel Bridges is there. I believe they also signed Lonnie Walker the fourth. They're in the rebuilding process. They screwed up with Kyrie. They screwed up with Harden. They screwed up with KD. I said... And I remember going to the park at the the basketball court right near my old high school. I was playing basketball with with a handful of my boys that I knew back in the day. And one of them said to me, oh, you excited? You got Katie and Kyrie. I said, no, no, not excited. No, let me see how they play. Let me see how they operate. And when I worked at the wireless company, there was a guy there. I believe his name was Nick, if I remember correctly. And I told him, I'd rather have Jimmy Butler and Giannis Antetokounmpo on my team as a duo rather than Katie and Harden. Because none of them are going to complain. None of them are going to cry. I know 
They're going to play hard. They're going to humble themselves. And they're going to make the team better. And if you look at the Nets, they didn't even make it out the second round. The Heat made it to the finals twice. And the Bucks won a championship with those two guys. And Butler as the eighth seed. Because they are true leaders, true dogs. So I never liked the trade. But going back to Lillard, that's not a good spot. And then you got the Clippers. Look, Kawhi Leonard is a sissy. I'm just going to call it what it is. He always gets hurt. He don't like to play through pain. Now, I'm not there. I know why I make comments about Ben Simmons a while back when he quit on the Sixers. And he was stating that he was injured. And we weren't even aware what the injury necessarily necessarily was. And I made a post on Instagram where I just went in a Ben Simmons. I probably called him a coward because <laughs> I believe the Nets, it was in the first round. That's, that's when they got swept by the Celtics. And it was reported in game three that Simmons will be either ready, eligible, or might play. I think it was the, the, the first two, one of the first two, that he'll be ready to play in game four. The, the Nets lost game three. And then the news come out, oh, he's not cleared to play. <sighs> My gosh. I think it comes out later that he ends up needing back surgery. I said, pub, I said, I remember a guy DM me. I won't say his name, but he DM me and he was essentially calling me out. Say, oh, who are you to call someone this? You're not there. Yada, yada, yada. And I made and I made the statements why I said what I said. And I told the guy, I said, look, if it comes out that he needs surgery and he's genuinely hurt and it's not just a mental thing. I'll go right back to you, and I will apologize, which I did, which I did. But I won't get into that. I already talked about that. So the Nets, the, again, that's not, I mean, going back to the Clippers. I already talked about the Nets. The Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, he's just not the same. He's getting older. He consistently gets hurt. He doesn't play back-to-backs. Paul George. Doesn't play as much. If you if you saw the clip when Jerry West was on Paul George's podcast, he literally said to his face that you Kawhi can't stay healthy. Or something along those lines. I mean, shout out to Jerry West for being courageous enough. I mean, he's an older guy, so he don't care, <laughs> probably. But they the two top stars just keep getting hurt. And Russell Westbrook just resigned with the team. And he didn't play horrible with the Clippers, but he he brings that energy. And I believe the Clippers are a good 
space for him. Is, is a good place for him. So only one team left, uh, according to the reports. The Miami Heat. You know, Kyle Lowry is getting older. So they'll definitely have a need for a point guard. You know, if you watch the NBA Finals, they didn't have a go-to score. See, Jimmy Butler is not a go-to score. And Bam, he hasn't fully developed his offensive repertoire to become that go-to score. Jimmy Butler is not a naturally born scorer. He is a two-way player. Now, even like his rookie year, he averaged, I think, two point something points per game. I mean, he's not a natural score. Damian Lillard is a bucket getter. Dame time, people call him. And again, he just come off a career year in ports, 32 points per game. So I believe he'll get traded to the Heat. I believe he'll be a good fit. A very good fit. They just came from the NBA Finals. I believe that they're just missing that that star, that superstar. Jimmy Butler's a star, but that superstar score that can get them a bucket at any given time and is consistently giving buckets, consistently with their points per game. With Lillard, where he averages 25 points per game for a career. But to scratch another layer of the surface regarding superstars requesting trades. And listen, just like a job, you have the right to ask for a transfer. That's what I equate trades do transferring say I'm at my current employer and I don't want to work at this location anymore for whatever reason I don't like the employees I don't like the environment I don't like the customers I don't like the travel whatever the the reason is and then you request a transfer you request a trade and sometimes those actually do happen where a person goes here and they take the person that's at that location, which I, I have seen. Or they do a transfer. Now, I'm not against trades. I'm not against transfers because when you sign that contract, you hope the franchise, the owner... The manager keep their word that they abide by the contract. But two or three years in, the GM could leave. The owner could get into a scandal. Other players get traded, which can cause bad morale. You don't know what could happen within that year-length contract. One year, five years, three years. Doesn't matter what it could be. And, again, you have the right to ask for a trade, if you want to. If you want to. I don't blame players. 
to want to trade. Unless you're like James Harden where you're requesting a trade to every, literally every single team you've been on except Oklahoma. And even with that, he got traded <laughs> with that because the Thunder didn't want to play, pay $4 million. And they kept Serge Ibaka. Where is he now? My big issue with players when they make trades is if they don't get traded, they complain, they moan, put up a fit, use different, what, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Ad hominem, not ad hominem. They, they use underlying message to irritate the franchise. For example, when Anthony Davis requested a trade, he didn't even get traded yet. But he, I remember the last game of the season for the Pelicans, or one of the last games. And he had a T-shirt which read, that's all, folks. And you knew he was referencing his time with the Pelicans. Another example, James Harden, when he quit on the Rockets. And in the beginning of the season, he was playing well. So the Rockets were saying, oh, he's playing very well. We want to keep him. And then James Harden realized, oh, they're not going to trade me. Let me put up a fit and force their hands in a sense. And then you got Jimmy Butler when he was on the Timberwolves. And he still played the games. He still played hard. It played relatively well. But he just ruined the chemistry for his teammates. He was dissing Carl Anthony Towns. Just ruined his, his not courage, not motivation. The word's not coming to my mind. But he did that with Carl Anthony Towns. His mentality. He ruined his mentality. And he ruined Anthony, Andrew Wiggins. And it wasn't until he got traded or went to the Golden State Warriors where, as the fourth best player on the team, he played, a very, he played his role very well. May actually became an all-star. He sold out because he got the, the jab a jab when he didn't want to get it. But nevertheless, he played well, actually was an all-star, and got paid a boatload of money. But Jimmy Butler, again, he put up a pout. And then he eventually got traded to the Sixers. So again, my problem is, and it's going to be interesting to see if Damian Lillard actually gets traded before the beginning of the 2022-2023 regular season. Because if the Blazers decide to keep him for a while, is he going to put up a fit? Is he going to complain? Or is he just going to do his job and play his hardest? for the Portland Trail Blazers to win an NBA championship. And for analysts 
who are out there that say there's no way that the Blazers will win it and won't win an NBA title. Who are you to say that? We said that about the Bucks. We said that about the Nuggets. And we said that about the Lakers. And there's no way they will win an NBA championship. LeBron's getting older. Now, people want to say, oh, that was in the bubble. You know what? They played. They played, okay? You play what's in, the front of, what's in front of you. It happened. If you want to put an asterisk by that title, well, go ahead. Go right ahead. I guess when you're having disputes between your boys or your homegirls about, oh, which championship is more impressive and whatnot, sh- sure, I guess you could use those arguments. But the fact is, it reads for LeBron, four-time NBA champion. So I'm not going to diss him because he won it during a pandemic year. Not going to happen. The Milwaukee Bucks, they haven't won a championship since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was named Luau Sender and Oscar Robertson played. <laughs> and... and, and when Giannis lost to the Heat that previous year, people were telling him, oh, go to Miami, go to Dallas. Why you resign? You're stupid. And guess what? He won an NBA title. He won an NBA title. The Nuggets. The Nuggets never won a title. <laughs> I mean, they, as far as I recall, they've been to the Western Conference Finals one time. I was with J.R. Smith, Carmelo Anthony, Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Billups. I believe Kenya Martin was on that team. And look what the Joker did. He won an NBA championship. You know, there's been a, a good amount. Look at the, look at the Raptors. They, they went all in. Trading for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. A non-U.S. team won an NBA championship. They'll probably never win it one again <laughs> because KD got hurt and Clay got hurt. But again, they won. You can only play who's in front of you. So my whole point is you don't know if he can't win. You don't know that. All it takes is one. The stars couldn't line. Players get hurt. Trades could happen. You never know. Just like in the NFL. Now, granted, it's one and done. And in the NBA, you got a seven-game series where usually the best team wins. But you don't know what could happen at any time. You don't know. So I hope that Damian Lillard gets traded to a championship contender or to a team where he can make them a championship contender. And for those NBA players out there who request trades, if you want to request a trade, okay, I ain't got no problem with that. Maybe I would have more of a problem if it was one or two years in. And again, it depends on every situation 
not every, but situations vary depending on the player and the franchise. But if you request a trade and you don't get traded ever or yet, like Kobe Bryant, he requested a trade and he thought about going to Chicago. He thought about going to the Clippers. And it came out recently that he thought about going to the Grizzlies because Jerry West was the GM or an executive there at the time. But no, the Lakers didn't trade him. And they went out and get Pau Gasol from Memphis, which Jerry West just handed <laughs> handed Gasol to the Lakers. I, I believe that because they got back Kwame Brown. <laughs> They got back that <laughs> one of the worst first-round picks, number one picks in NBA history. But again, going back, all jokes aside, if you're going to request a trade, that's your right. But if the owner slash GM doesn't give you that trade request because you signed a contract, and as a professional, you uphold that contract. Still give your all. Still do your best. Because you owe it to the, your teammates. You owe it to the GM. You owe it to yourself. But you owe it to the fans. Who pays a ticket to see you play. Oh, I, I remember when LeBron, when the Cavs went to Memphis around the, the Christmas season. And usually, especially for East versus West Coast matchups, you only get one shot for that road team to see that player play. And... Not only did LeBron not play, he didn't even show up in Memphis. How are you going to don't disrespect the fans? Regardless of your personal feelings, don't disrespect the fans. And that's all I got to say about that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you learned something new, that you got something out of this episode. Please leave a five-star rating and a comment. I greatly appreciate it. You can follow me on all of my social media platforms. They'll be in the link tree link below. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed and stay well balanced. Thank you. Peace!